Hey friends, this is Fun Therapy, and my name is Mike Foster, and together we're going to dive into the messy and the brutal, but oh-so-beautiful parts of our not-so-perfect stories. And this is a special edition of Fun Therapy. I'm doing these shorter, maybe more concise, less production episodes, just as we all navigate this really unique time in our history with the COVID-19 crisis. All, All of us have been impacted by what has been going on in our country and in the world. And so I'm really, my hope is that the episodes over the weeks and months to come will be helpful to you as you figure out a new normal and work through a lot of different dynamics in your life, in your relationships, in your marriage, with your kids, maybe even with, uh, with work. My hope is that uh, we can improve the client's condition through these podcasts and these episodes. We have a great one in store for you. I'm going to talk about three ways to reach three ways and three things to be thinking about in terms of moving towards growth and health during this season. And I also have a very special song by my Instagram friend, JJ Heller. You're going to love this song. It's so appropriate for what we're all experiencing right now. It's called You Already Know. And so I hope you make yourself comfortable, put on a a cup of coffee, grab a comfy chair, continue to do laundry, whatever you're doing right now. Let's spend a few moments talking about how we can grow and heal and be the best and strongest versions of ourselves. Glad you're here on this episode of Fun Therapy. So I wanted to talk about just this new normal that all of us are in right now with being many of us are in shelter in place orders and living in in states where and really the whole country is told to stay home to limit social contact and some of us have been disrupted in terms of our jobs and schooling, and there's so much change right now. And with that change comes a lot of new things in our lives that we have to begin to figure out. And with change and the disruption also comes a lot of emotions and a lot of things that get stirred up inside of us. And what we're experiencing and what we're feeling is really what I call the rumble of vulnerability. You know, think about it this way. We were once in control. We once had called the shots. We, all our coping mechanisms were working really well. And then all of a sudden the coronavirus and everything changes. Maybe you're doing a good job at kind of managing right your your emotions and managing your feelings and you're putting on a happy face and you're you're being strong but but let's not deny the rumble underneath. 
the deep vulnerability that we are feeling. Now realize, and all of us are realizing this truth about all control in our lives in many ways is just an illusion. The fact that we get to decide what happens in our future or decides what happens with our health or decides what happens with our job that we in some way feel like we are in control of that. We've, we've just been in faced with the, the truth that, you know what, maybe we aren't in control of many things. And so I want to talk about three things that you can do things that where you can actually have healthy control and feel empowered and feel like you can, in the midst of a very difficult situation, in a very confusing situation, that you can still influence your day and your life and your relationships in a positive way. I saw this really cool story this week on Instagram and it was a post about a dad and his young daughter, and they were supposed to take a family trip to Disneyland. And because of what's going on, that that trip to Disneyland was canceled. I can only imagine the disappointment for the mom and dad and, and sort of their their hopes of going to Disneyland, but obviously the the disappointment and sadness for their young daughter, let's call it, maybe she's a four years old, you know, her disappointment of not being able to see Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and, you know, go to Sleeping Beauty's castle. And I'm sure, I'm sure she was sad about that also. But I love their response to the curveball that they were thrown and, and the cancellation of the trip. This, this video that was on Instagram showed the dad, he put, basically put together splash the ride splash mountain in their living room and so he grabbed a laundry basket kind of those white laundry baskets that you typically would throw your dirty clothes in he grabbed that laundry basket and he propped it up right really close to the, the their flat screen tv and then he put his daughter in the basket as if it was the 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 ride itself and sort of the the cart or whatever. And then he pulled up one of those first person point of view ride videos that, that you find on YouTube where it's like you can ride Space Mountain and you can ride Big Thunder Mountain. You can ride different roller coasters all around the world, all around the country. And it's it's as if you're in the roller coaster itself. Well, he pulled up the video of Splash Mountain and it was it was the the viewpoint of the writer on this video and it was in really beautiful HD clarity and so he puts his daughter in the basket he puts the basket right up to the TV and now his daughter is experiencing what in a different way what it's like to ride Splash Mountain and she's having so much fun and enjoying it and the my favorite part of this video is the dad would you know, if you're going down a, a hill, the dad would lift up the back of the basket and, and make it feel like she's going down the hill. Or if they go through rough waters, he would shake the basket a little bit to 
to mimic what was happening in the water. And if they would have a hard turn to the left, he would turn the basket to the left and just trying his best to recreate this splash mountain moment for his daughter. And friends, that's really what you and I are being invited into right now. You may have been faced with a lot of disappointment, a lot of cancellations, a lot of things may might be happening in your life and your story right now that you're like, this is unfair. I don't like this. I want this to stop. Maybe there's this voice inside you saying, I want to go back to the way it was. And there's this longing and desire for that. And that is, again, very natural and very normal. And what I'm asking you to do is let's step into places of our lives in our day right now and say, you know what, this isn't possible right now, but perhaps this is. You know, we can't go to Disneyland right now, but we we sure can try to make the best of this by creating our own in-home Splash Mountain experience. That's the kind of creativity and imagination that I want you to bring to your life and to your story right now. Though you may not have control over a lot of things, you actually do have areas where you do have the ability to influence. You have power, and I want you to embrace that power. So really what I'm talking about here in terms of maybe the first practice that I want you to think about is how can I create healthy empowerment in my day? How can I create healthy empowerment in my choices and what I give my energy to? You know, so let's let's take just a moment and think about some of the things that you do control right now, that you have a lot of influence over, a lot of power over. One of those things would be how you respond to others. You have a lot of control over that. Maybe another thing where you, uh, you have a lot of healthy power, it would be where I give my time and energy right now. What do you invest in? Are you spending a lot of time gobbling up lots of fear-based news right now? Or are you reading a good book or spending some time with your kids or going for a walk or maybe focusing more on your health and your self-care? Like, what does that look like for you? Like, where, where do you give your time and energy during the day? Those are things that you can control. Another thing that you can control. Now, you may not be able to control whether you go into work or not right now. Maybe you're we're doing a lot of Zoom, right? We're all doing lots of Zoom in these days. But you do have control over your routines, your habits, and your rituals. And so don't abandon those things. Don't, don't feel like, oh, I can't do that anymore. Maybe there just needs to be a shift. You know, one of the things that I... I have done in my house is uh, I loved going to the gym. I don't love going to the gym, but going to the gym was a routine of mine. It was a habit and something I was committed to, but now I can't go to the gym. So I had to cobble up some gym equipment and some little weights and bands and just all some 
all these little things and try to, you know, I moved a carpet into the garage and just, okay, I had to make a new gym. Okay. Because here's, here's, here's what I could have done. I said, Hey, you know what? Gym's closed. Guess I won't be exercising anymore. Guess I won't be doing that habit anymore. Or I'd say, Hey, no, I can't go to the gym, but can I make a version of the gym in my garage? And, and let me tell you, it's not ideal. It's actually a pretty crappy little setup. <laughs> it's not that great. And uh, yes, I've been a little frustrated at the beginning going, I'm not, I'm not getting the same workout here. Just like Splash Mountain. This isn't the same as Splash Mountain. But the point here is I'm not abandoning a habit or a ritual or something that that consistency that I need in my life. I'm having to just get a little more creative and have mismatching barbells and it's just not great, but I'm still doing the ritual. That's healthy empowerment. Another thing that you do have control over right now is what I allow and tolerate in terms of my inner narratives. You actually get to decide what you think about and the story that you're telling yourself right now. So let me encourage you, think about and become aware of whatever that story is and go, hey, is this a story that is helping me? Is this a story that's bringing more hope to my life? Is this a story that is producing fruit or growth in my life that, that I desire? Or is that inner narrative and that story that I'm putting a lot of energy into right now, is it creating more stress and worry and anxiousness? Again, you get to decide. You are the author of that story. So healthy empowerment, that's the first thing. When we have lost control, when we feel the rumble of that vulnerability, finding ways to be proactive. Okay, number two, think about, this is a question that I want you to ask yourself every single day. What can I do today to be kind to myself and kind to others? What can I do today to be kind to myself and kind to others? Uh, the poet and theologian John O'Donohue, he wrote this beautiful poem. But one of the lines in the poem, he says this, he says, be excessively gentle with yourself. Let me say that again, because I don't want you to miss it. Be excessively gentle with yourself. That's kindness. For us to not be so harsh, not be so judgmental, not to get down on ourselves when we, when we react a certain way to the stress and pressure that we're feeling. Be excessively gentle. So how do we be kind to ourselves and how do we be kind to, to others? I think kindness is, is a two-step process. And let me give you those two steps really quickly. Number one, we acknowledge, we see. See, one of the ways that you can be kind to yourself and really let's call it your inner child or that 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 person inside of you that is afraid right now 
or is hurting right now or has a lot of questions? How do we be kind to that person? Well, we acknowledge whatever they're feeling. We go, oh, yeah. It's pretty pretty normal to be scared. I, I see that. I see that you're sad. You know what? I see your anger. And for us to acknowledge that and to look at that, because think of one of the most unkind things that we could do to somebody else would be to ignore them, right? To not pay attention, to not acknowledge the, the reality of the emotions and feelings in the situation that is at hand. So being kind means that we acknowledge it. I know there's going to be the temptation right now, friend, to just to bury it, to ignore it, to beat yourself up over these feelings. I know there's uncomfortableness in vulnerability, but I encourage you just to acknowledge it. And then the second half of kindness is first we acknowledge it, and then we look for ways to comfort it. So how do you comfort somebody who's afraid? How do you comfort somebody who's depressed? How would you go about comforting somebody? And by the way, this somebody is you. <laughs> Let me be clear on that. How do you comfort somebody who just feels overwhelmed right now? Well, maybe one of those things would just be increasing some self-care, doing some nicer things for yourself, giving yourself some grace, letting yourself off the hook. You know, one of the things that I do when I see, when I'm, acknowledging the feelings that I'm having, again, an act of kindness. Mike, I see that you're afraid. I see that you're frustrated right now. I know you don't like the gym that you're working out in, in your garage, but that's okay. I see that. You know what I do? Two, two things. I begin to breathe. I'm like, okay, I'm going to comfort myself by breathing. And then I, I put my hand on my heart as, as just like a physical connection to myself. And just say, hey, you know, I want to comfort that. I see it. I see your pain. I see the hurt. And I want to comfort that. So what would that look like for you just to be kind to yourself this week? Every day, asking yourself the question, what can I do today to be kind to myself and kind to others? And that's that's the other half of this is, could you just be creative and look for ways, small ways to practice, you know, what I call tiny greatness, where you can move into that space and just call a friend, text somebody, check in on somebody, make a a card for somebody, some cookies, you know, do something kind for somebody. It means so much. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be fancy. But just small acts of kindness means so much when there's crisis. And so, number one, creating healthy empowerment. Even though you feel vulnerable right now, we're going to look for ways of healthy empowerment. We're going to ask ourselves each day, what can I do today? Be kind to myself and kind to others. And then finally, I want you to think about how you can be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Now, this is to me, this is high-level awareness, high-level growth, but I think all of you can 
do this. I know you can do this. And what I mean by this is, is it, the idea of being responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Listen, as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of stuff happening inside. This vulnerability, this fear, this anxiousness, it's all stewing and churning inside of us. And we have to be responsible for that energy and how that energy comes out. And, we, and, and my desire here is to make sure that that energy comes out in a healthy way. We process it in ways that actually help us grow. Versus, let me give you an example. A couple of days ago, we we're having dinner at the foster family table. I don't know, we're having tacos or something. It had been a hard day. I had a lot of um, counseling meetings and I was probably uh, watching a little bit too much of the news. I was probably looking at my bank accounts going down too quickly <laughs> and these, you know, thinking about bills that have to be paid, all that fun stuff, all that stuff that we're all dealing with right now. And so there's some energy there, right? There's some bad mojo in Mike's heart. And I arrive at the family dinner table and I get, I just started being quite cynical and, and, and frustrated. And I felt myself just kind of venting in front of my wife and my daughter. And here was an opportunity for us to have a nice dinner together, a moment of connection. Or as a, a dad, I could support my daughter. As a husband, I could support my spouse because I wasn't being a good steward of the energy that I had, I just kind of, I missed an opportunity. I missed that opportunity to create connection. And so I want to encourage you, especially if you have kids and parenting, man, has parenting just got incredibly complicated? Yes, it has. It really has. And so, you know, you can teach your kids a lot of things right now. You can teach them math, English, and some of you are. That's exactly what I'm doing, Mike. I'm teaching them math, English, chemistry. But perhaps one of the best gifts that you could give your kids right now is saying, this is how we, this is how we process and this is how we take responsibility for our energy in the midst of a crisis. Your children need to feel safe. They need to feel loved. We need to do our best to bring our best version of ourselves into those moments. Now, I'm not saying you can't have moments where you're hitting the pillow and crying and being angry. Like we need that too, but we do have to be responsible for the energy that we bring into the room and bring into certain situations, not denying the emotions, but bringing them into the right place at the right time. So three things. In the midst of vulnerability, in the midst of being scared, in the midst of losing control, we look for ways to be empowered in a healthy way, looking for things that we can control and have healthy control over. We ask ourselves, how do we be kind to ourselves today and kind to others? Be excessively gentle with yourself. Oh my gosh, I could say that a thousand times because it's so true right now. Be excessively gentle with yourself. And number three, be responsible for the energy that you bring into a room.
my weary heart can't take much more surprise I wish there was a point on the horizon Something I could see with my own eyes I need to tell you that I'm scared I feel completely unprepared And nothing's what it was two weeks ago but you already know You already know Everything I'm scared of Everything I hope You hold my tomorrow And all tomorrow holds You already know I can't seem to find the easy answers Someday I hope the suffering makes sense I just need to know that you are with me Even if you keep me in suspense We talk so much these days because I have so much to say Listen to me closely even though I hope you've enjoyed that song by J.J. Heller. Beautiful. So appropriate for this time. You can connect with uh, J.J. at her website at jjheller.com. You can also see her perform that song with her husband, David, on their Facebook page. It's a kind of an unplugged version that you just heard, and boy, it was so beautiful. And you can watch him perform that live. I think it's just good for our heart to to bring good music to to uh, our lives right now and uh, so let me encourage you to subscribe let me encourage you to leave a review that always helps the podcast and let me encourage you to share this with friends because there's a lot of a lot of need out there right now i don't have the answers for everything neither do you no one does 
But what I do promise is this, that through these episodes, we will support each other, we will encourage each other, and help each other grow through a difficult time. Don't forget, you can get uh, the Brain Detox free download. It's a great tool for right now to help bring calm, help unclutter your brain. That's a free download at my website at mikefoster.tv. Encourage you to check that out. And remember, my friends, no matter what has happened in your story or what is happening in your story, that your setbacks can become your superpowers and honesty is always the best policy. We'll see you next time on the Fun Therapy Podcast.